besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. On SEN, The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and David Taggart. Morning, everybody. Great to have your company around this country, the state of Victoria, the wonderful city of Melbourne. Welcome to the Odds Couple. Thanks to Sportsbet, been great supporters of our Sportsbet and continue to do so. Um, great to have your company on this Saturday morning, Packenham Cup Day. The company we don't have this morning is that of David Taggart. Uh, he's uh, on an international uh, little sojourn over there to Hong Kong, the international race weekend. But Simon Marshall, he's uh, a man that won't give a sucker an even chance. Uh, there's one seat that's been vacant. And Bang. yes, Marshall, it's time to take back uh, your role of, you know, the head of the kingdom. Good morning, Big Sim. Yes, well, I uh, had the uh, L plates on after a uh, bit of a spell there with uh, Insider Trading on Racing.com, that uh, half-hour show that Sportsbet produced. It was uh, wonderful, but really uh, enjoy my Saturday mornings coming in with your good self, a uh, San Francisco 49er. We've both got our San Francisco 49er tops on today. We've got our strips on, haven't we, yeah, mate? We have, mate? Come on, Jimmy G and yeah. uh, Kittle. Yeah. and uh, te- Yeah. Whoever he is. <laughs> <laughs> well, we play the Saints there uh, about 5 a.m. on Monday morning. So if we can beat them, mate, we're, uh, we might be on our way to a Super Bowl, which is great. But huge racing this weekend, the Sports Bet Packetham Cup out mm. there today. 300 uh, large up for grabs. Yeah, 300K. Um, it's always a, an intriguing race. And, uh, well, Tony McAvoy, he holds the key uh, with the favourite, Secret Blaze. He's on the backup big sim, and he's been the best backed runner in that race. We'll get to the two best backed uh, runners in every race at Packenham a little bit later on, as you know. But um, it's a big day. Uh, it's good for Tainong, the area. They'll get quite a few people out there this year. They continue to build it. And uh, Sportsbet uh, have introduced a brand new race. In between the thoroughbreds. It's Ooh. called the Kangaroo Race. So if so you're if heading, heading out to Tainong today at uh, Sportsbet uh, Packenham, hop to it and register into oh. the uh, Sportsbet uh, Morky <laughs> because uh, you'll have a chance of jumping into a kangaroo suit. It's like a onesie. You'll have your feet tied and you'll have a chance to hop down the straight and um, probably share in $5,000. I think it's $3,000 to the winner this year. So be sure to get out there and have a little bit of fun with that. Oh, well, there's an invitation. You just um, you can't knock that back. Uh, all roads lead to Tainong. Uh, this morning, plenty of news to get through on the odds couple. Uh, our speckled text, 0433981116. The question I'd like to throw out to everyone this morning is where do you think we're at with the VRC? There's a hell of a lot of... Uh, Backroom shenanigans going on at the VRC. There's a number of um, board members that are up for re-election and uh, it seems to be getting very grubby at the VRC at the moment uh, for these board elections. Uh, and it's it's never a good look once it gets out into the media and it's been out in the media now for probably uh, 10 to 12 days and it just seems to be getting grubbier and grubbier. You might have some thoughts on that and let us know those thoughts on the speckled text machine, 433 Philip Stokes and Mike Moroni got big days out at uh, Packenham today, so we'll be talking to them as the uh, as the show goes on. But uh, a little bit of news to get through, um, uh, Mr. Marshall, and uh, that is, um, I think I've probably heard enough of it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's been announced. She's pregnant. Oh. She's I, pregnant. Winks is in fault, Butte. 
ripper. Yes. But that, that's about enough, isn't it? I, I think for about three days it's just been smashed all through racing. You know, Winx is in fall. Well, so, so are 4,865 other mares in the country. That's very true. But um, when we talk about Winx, we talk about an Australian icon in the sporting arena. You can't cut and dice a horse being in foal at too much. Yeah, like, how do you cut and dice that? She's in foal to I'm invincible. Isn't that fantastic? Well, uh, what happens when royalty falls pregnant? It's big news. Well, Queen Elizabeth is... This is racing royalty. She's pregnant. Yeah. Aren't you watching The Crown on... Netflix. I think it's great news. I think it's positive. What do you think? We've just gone a little bit too far with I it. Think it's like a bit too far. every day, and yeah. just getting really excited. And yeah. Winks countdown. Oh. We've got seven months. Oh, don't you see? There we go. You've buggered it right up now. You've put an idea one. in someone's head. Someone's <laughs> driving around at the moment, and you said, "Oh yeah, let's do a Winks countdown." Well, that'd be fantastic. Watch her grow and develop. Oh. Hasn't she let down? I saw some photos of her in the paddock, Winks. She's a magnificent-looking mare, and uh, big symbol. The question begins now, doesn't it? And that is, uh, what shall we call the colt or the filly? The father is I am invincible, and obviously, mummy is Winks. What about your names out there, folks? What's that uh, wonderful text number that you read out? Oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen is our spec. Come on, let's name number. her. Let's get around it. Let's get let's get involved, big sim. And what do you think the first line of I am invincible was to Winks when he worked in walked into the serving bar? Yeah, you know, right. g'day, Missy, or you know, where where do you think where do you think I am invincible? What sort of role did he play? They were sitting down to have their dinner. They've ordered their entree. <laughs> He's looked into Winks's eyes. What did he say? What did he say? I am invincible. Welcome to my domain, um, and I'm sure he'd be lovely and sweet about it all, and he'd look after her. Oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. We'll see who looked after knowing who looked that, after who as the show goes on. Exactly right. Well, you know, that's a very tricky question to answer at this time of the morning, Big Sim. <laughs> it is tricky. Sorry to bring that up so early for everybody. Uh, Harder passants. Um, People really cuddling under the doona at the really moment there too, and I'm thinking, wow. One, he's probably, old mate's probably calling himself I'm Invincible right now and the missus would be winks. But we'll move on from that. I think that's a, a sort of a, a behind the um, behind the scenes mention of David Taggart oh, being in Hong Kong. You might turn that on Text. silent, could you? Text is working. Yeah, whack that on silent uh, for us, uh, Simon, if you could. Harder Passants, really promising uh, three-year-old from the Kieran Ma Dave Eustace camp. Um, reportedly owners have knocked back an offer of $1.6 million. Looks good, doesn't it, in lights? Oh, $1.6 million if you're a horse. Uh, just had a look through the ownership this morning. I would... I reckon yep. one of it, a group of them are from uh, St Joseph's College down at Geelong. It's just St Joseph's old boys, or it might be Geelong. It might be one of the other St Joey's schools around the state. Yep. But there'd be about twenty owners, if not a few more, when you put a couple of syndicates in there. Okay. And I'm just sort of breaking down the one point six million offer because you know the headline will think, oh wow, how could you knock that back? But mm-hmm. it, let me put, if you own, you're one of the twenty people that owns Winks, so yep. you've got. So just before you go there, let's just bring everybody into the heart of Poissons is a three-year-old chestnut colt. He's had three runs. He won at Warnable on debut at a maiden over 1,300. Then he went to Mooney Valley in the city and he won over 1,600 metres. And then he was tested in the Group 2 Sandown Guineas and he did everything he possibly could do wrong in a race and get beat. But the way he surged under pressure late, mm. he's got so much upside. So he's lightly raced. And he's a he's just had the three starts and he's a three year old colt, and he's been offered how much? One point six million reportedly. The ownership group. Okay. Right, so you're in the ownership group. Okay. 
I've, I've picked up the phone. Yeah. Said, uh, Jock, uh, 1.6 million for your Colt. And you say, right, I own, let's say, 5% of him. Yep. Uh, that's $80,000. Less fees for, you know, agent fees, yep. vets, da da da. You know, 80 probably becomes 70, $70,000. It's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. So you think, wow, now, wouldn't that be good? Yep. Do you want the money in your bank account or do you want the most promising, probably three year old in the country at the moment? Well, we're all cult in the country. It's a great question you pose with a big syndicate. I would, uh, from my experience, get in the room, have that meeting. Me, as a 5% shareholder, would say, I'm here for the experience and I'd love to see this horse's full potential because he's got so much upside. He's now out in the, in the paddock. He's going to come back in the autumn and be tested in all the feature group one races in Melbourne and also maybe in Sydney. And if he happens to click off one of those, what is he worth? compared to the $1.4 million that's on the table right now. And I'd be happy to say that if he happens to win an Australian Guineas over 1,600 metres at Flemington, then goes to Sydney and wins the uh, one of the Guineas there, the Rose Hill or Randwick Guineas, hey, he might be worth something like twenty to $30 million. I'm happy to sit and wait. Thank you for the offer. Well wrapped up. A man um, uh, who I reckon would like to have... Uh Part of Passants in his stable is uh, Philip Stokes. He's got a big uh, day down at Pakenham today. Uh, multiple runners at Pakenham, um, and uh, it's his it's his home track. He's made Pakenham his home. So, uh, Philip, welcome to the Odds Couple again. Yeah, thank you for having me on. I was just thinking I had the horse that ran second to that horse at Mooney Valley, actually. <laughs> oh, so they could offer me for one point six any day. <laughs> I was going, well, mate, would you take a little less than one point two, maybe, just because he got beat? Yeah, that'll be fine. <laughs> Stokes, Stokesy, great to catch up with you. Um, you do train at uh, Pakenham on course there at Tainong. It's a big day for the club. Yeah, it is. So it's, um, I had my first runner here this time last year, so one year today. Tell us a bit about uh, Pakenham, Philip. I'm sure a lot of our, our, our listeners, yes, they, they know uh, plenty about the race course down there and they've seen it a number of times. The training facilities that you've been uh, you've set up down there and are being set up, can you give us a bit of background on those and, uh, and you know, how you rate them and where you think uh, Pakenham is going to grow to as a training centre? Yeah, so not like uh, the other clubs, they build co- stables on course and rent them out to trainers. I actually bought the land and built it myself. So it's been a very big outlay. Um, but we've got, you know, we've got day yards and all those sort of things that we haven't got in the city. And um, I've also got a farm five minutes from the track too that, we train horses from from the paddocks, so it's a completely different training environment. Um, they've got a very good training grass there that opened up um, this year, it's, um, which we get to use three times a week, which is fantastic. Um, and we've got good sand tracks and the poly track, and um, the pool should be starting any day soon. So it'll just keep getting better and better as time goes on. Stokesy. Um... Just for those people who um, we just need to catch up with your history and background in racing, um, you spend a lot of time over in Japan. Japan's hot on everyone's lips at the moment with Lee Grishur uh, coming over here and uh, absolutely dominating with uh, Damien Lane in the saddle for the Japanese. But you spend a lot of time over there. Why are they so good at what they do with thoroughbred racing? Yeah, so I've, I have, well, I've been out of there for quite a while, but I remember the early days, um, I think we I think better loosen up, or one of those horses when they won the Japan Cup, and they just knew they had to get better. So they went out and bought the best bloodlines all over the world, and they keep everything to themselves. So they, they, they sort of learn from everyone, but then once they know what you know, they don't want you. 
Yep. Um, <laughs> so, so they've got an amazing breeding season up there in Hokkaido, like the mares and the stallions, and um, the facilities are just second to none. Like, yep. Those training centres at Miho and Rito, they've got their um, uphill training gallops. They, you want to be a good horse to survive in Japan. They start them off very young. They don't really go out of work. They just keep them ticking over, always doing hill work, and they just seem to have an unbelievable amount of um, stamina. You know, they just can mm. maintain those big long runs, and yep. they're, they're very fit horses. Yeah, for sure. Um, you settled back in Adelaide. You made a name for yourself. Um, in Adelaide as a leading trainer. Your strike rate when you brought horses and travelled horses to Victoria was outstanding. Um, that was calculated. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, so we were lucky enough to win. I think we won three or four premierships over there. Um, and it's still going in Adelaide, still going very well. My young lad's over there running that for me, and I think we're running second this year, so it's been a good season. Um, yeah, so we used to put them on the trucks in them over here, and we had a lot of success with um, doing that. Some horses like Hucklebuck and... Um, yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of success. Mm. Um, and uh, tell me, it's always nice to uh, set horses for big races and uh, spring carnival. Uh, was it a lean spring carnival for you this year? Yeah, um, Mr. Quickie was probably the unlucky one. Um, we had him sort of peaking for the Caulfield Cup, but we got no luck at all. So um, I'm really looking forward to him coming back. Yep. And uh, we'll look forward uh, through the windscreen, of course, and it's uh, packing them today, folks. And uh, Philip Stokes, we're talking to. Four runners. He's armed, he's dangerous, and I think he can kick off the day with a really nice filly who resumes. A three-year-old bay filly who won on debut, and then you put her away. 24 weeks later, she turns out. Race one, number 10, that girl. Um, she's had a long break, but she's got plenty of upside because the horse she beat ended up being a listed winner during the spring carnival. Yeah, exactly. So, um, look, it wasn't by design. She had that amount of time off. She got an infection in her fetlock, so she had to have that time off. But um, her trial at Moe was good the other day. Her gallops have been good. Um, I think she's got some a bit of wow factor about her. So I wouldn't expect her to be getting back to last like she did first up at her debut run. I'm hoping she can sort of lob midfield and, yeah, run really well. What type of value does that put on your filly when a horse like Garner, who she beat quite easily at 1.7 lengths, uh, comes out and wins a listed race? Yeah, well, we'd love to think we're going to go in the same direction, but, you know, that, on that day, was Garner, was, was, was he having an off day? I don't know. Yeah. It's obviously a good horse. Okay, so that's race one, number 10, that girl, get the cash early punters. Race three, number two, Lady of Krabilly. Um, is she well-placed in this race second up today? She is. Um, I thought it was a forgive run the other day. She was still big in condition. She's taking good improvement. I still think she's got improvement to come, but home home track, uh, big track, uh, she's an each-way chance. Okay, and race six... Uh, nice to see Snitzcraft, number one, back. And also you have uh, an equal favourite at $4.20 in More Than Exceed. Can you tell us about the return of Snitzcraft before we get to More Than Exceed? Yeah, so he's the better horse, obviously. Um, but hasn't raced for a long time. He's a stallion, a big gross-doing horse. He, he could win, but I just got a feeling that he might blow out late and just need the run. Um, but whatever he does, he'll improve on. And what about and the, the other runner? Yeah, the other runner there, Phil. He looks fantastic. He's primed for this. He's raced. He hasn't. He's only raced not that long ago. He gets to get a lovely run, and if he brings his A game, you know he could he could be yeah, thereabouts. You bounced out of bed this morning, and you had a look at uh, all of your runners that we've just been through today at Packenham. Which one are you most looking forward to saddling up today? Oh, that girl. She's the future. 
All right, race one, number 10, that girl from Philip Stokes. She's into $2.40 from $2.60 with Sportsbet. Philip, thanks for joining us this morning. Good luck out there. Thank you very much. Good on you, Philip Stokes, joining us uh, on the odds couple. Uh, You mentioned Lee Grisseau, or talking with Philip about um, uh, about, uh, Japan. Lee Grisseau will have her final race uh, in the Arima Keenan. Yep. Uh, Nakayama on December 22, then retired. So we'll go to we'll go to stud after that. So coming off a of Cox Plate, then that race uh, over McKinnon. in Japan, and that'll be all over. Gee, she was a didn't she ever turn a foot in the Cox Plate? That was extraordinary. Yeah, well, you thought she was going to struggle on the bend when the three year old kicked, but um, I can tell you that last furlong of hers when she got it right, even though she was laying in on one rein, was absolutely outstanding. And it's great that uh, Damien uh, Damien Lane has been given the opportunity to stay with her, stick with her, and been has been invited to go over and ride her in this race, Arima Kinnan in Nakayama. So good on you, Damien Lane. What a season he has. Okay, for those of you that are just joining us on the odds couple, no D-tag it this morning. His, his dulcet tones are, are not here. S. Marshall's doing his best to take over and get his um, his number one spot back. At, uh, David Taggart is over at the Hong Kong International Races, which are on on Sunday, but... They have a big build-up to this race meeting in Hong Kong. You know, two or three days, or actually longer, four or five days uh, build-up to it with track work and breakfast for the stars and uh, everyone flies in from all over the world. It's a, it's a wonderful few days. Do you reckon Tags will be enjoying himself? Um, I can imagine him, the old mate around the swimming pool there and his uh, budgie smugglers with a, a nice pin in the... What is it? Uh, a pinot. Pinot colada <laughs> with the umbrella in it, uh, just directing traffic beautifully. <laughs> <laughs> do you take it? Hey, we might open up the lines to the folks there. What do you think the little fella there claiming three would be doing in Hong Kong right now? <laughs> Four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen is our speckle text machine. Do you ever ride in Hong Kong? Um, yes, I did. What do were you it? laughing at then? No, just the drink. Just can imagine <laughs> him sitting there with his umbrella. Um, yes, I did. Big sim. Uh, I was fortunate enough to go over and roll in a, a ride in the bowl, which is a fourteen hundred meter gallop. Zapari who I'd won a uh, Packenham and Sale Cup on and, and a railway stakes at Group 1 level. He was invited over to run in the 1,400-metre race. The week leading into it that you're there for is phenomenal. I think we stayed at the Hilton. You had your own designated car with um, your horse's name in the, in the, on, on the windscreen, the dashboard there, and you could use that car and go anywhere in Hong Kong that you liked. You are invited to three wonderful functions on behalf of the club, and it was just an unbelievable experience for... Um, Steve McKinnon, the trainer, and all the group of owners. Unfortunately, it poured down rain the night before. He was no good on a wet track, and uh, we didn't uh, we didn't uh, figure in the finish, if you like. And then 96, I went back with uh, Johnny Marr, and um, we're all discreet. And unfortunately, he bowed attendant with a furlong to go as he just took over the lead, and he was humming. He was ready to go. Sussex Star was the horse that peeled off me and went on to win the race. But once again, it was a wonderful opportunity to go and mix and mingle with uh, the world's best. And uh, so many expats like to go over there at this time of the year and really get involved. Mm. Uh, it is a fantastic few days for those race fans out there. If, if you like, um, it tickles your fancy, even though there's been some um, uh, plenty of uh, action over in Hong Kong uh, from a political sense and, a, and from a, a oh. protesting sense, if you like. Um, it, uh, if you want to get to the races there, there's, well, it's the second. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say... A third best carnival in the world. Oh. Third best. What's second? Well, we're the best. Yes. 
I'll Australia. give As- Ascot second. Royal Ascot second. I'll, I'll, I'll whack. Um, I'll whack Hong, Hong Kong, Kong in third with with a creditable mention to the French with the Arc de Triomphe. I've never been there. Tell me a little bit about the Arc. Uh, what what would I expect? It's a good race. Yeah. Mm. Good twenty four hundred meter gallop. Yeah, it's a good race. Yeah, Chantilly. Yeah. No, uh, no, no, no. Um, Where is it? Longchamp. Oh, it's Longchamp. Is Longchamp. it? Okay. Chantilly, one of the two. No, no, Longchamp. Oh. Chantilly for a couple of years because they were refurbishing Longchamp. Right. And uh, they tell. I can't me- remember now. And they tell me phenomenal set out. Yeah. Both those tracks. Yeah. The yeah. training facilities in France are something to die for, but that, that's 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 so to discuss uh, another day. We need to take a break. Uh, we're what trying about to Packet chase Cup Day? Where's Hummer that? from Sportsbet. What's Hummer doing this morning? Having a spell? Uh, yes, uh, he'd be practicing his golf swing. He loves his golf. Oh well, well, he's missed his missed his spot on our show this morning, but I'll still give him his out credit. So you can check out. Sportsbet's news, same race multi, combine selections from the same race in one bet for bigger odds. Of course, gamble responsibly. Back with more odds couple in a moment. Uh, Welcome back to the odds couple. Thanks to Sportsbet. Time now to uh, head to Queensland with thanks to Racing Queensland. Want expert tips? Racingqueensland.com.au has you covered. And it's a very good morning to our man up there in the Sunshine State. And that's Sam Highland. G'day, Sammy. Morning, Simon. Um, I'm hearing that... uh... The little fat man's over in Macau just tearing his way through the casinos. They're going to they're build a statue of him, they say. <laughs> We've said he's in Hong Kong. We we believe he's in Hong Kong. Do you, have you different uh, sources have told you he's slipped over to Macau, has he? Well, I know, I know he's spent a couple of days in Macau just, just, uh, just familiarising himself with a few... With a few old haunts, you know. Ah, okay. Well, we'll get some interesting stories in the next week or two when he arrives back after his uh, his little sojourn over there. But uh, your sojourn takes us to Dooman today. Nine races, three of them listed. Good day there. Yeah. We've got some good racing, obviously. Uh, the Summer Carnival grabbing up. And, uh, yeah, we've got some got some races with some good depth about them today and obviously uh the brisbane handicap uh, later in the day race eight it's going to be uh, a really popular race today because uh the candy man the popular the candy man everybody will be all about him and i would think he'll start favorite but i like number 11 prioritize in the race simon i think uh gee he's he's drawn out that last start he was back in behind them and he got over racing that little bit and i think there looks to be good even speed in this race with cubis this horse will just slide across and i think at 15 dollars gee i think he's a good chance he's been uh, both first up and second up have been really honest in listed races so he can run well but it's not my best for the day my best is race two, number five, Salamade. I know I've tipped you guys this horse before. I think she's a beauty. She's had a little bit of a let-up, uh, and she trialled nicely at the sunny coast going into this uh, during the week. So 13.50 today. There looks a couple of leaders in the race, so they'll string out that little bit, and she'll be coming on well at the end. So I'm all about race two, number five, Salamade, and then race eight, number 11, Prioritise. Well, Sammy, uh, if anyone's going to be on the money, you're going to be on the money. You've had a ripping spring. You're going into a hot summer, and we look forward to chatting to you again next week. Good on you. Thanks. Good. Sammy Highland joining us there. And uh, for horse jockey and trainer profiles, find it all at racingqueensland.com.au. Welcome back to the Odds Couple, our speckled text machine, 04. Double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. There's been plenty of traffic. Um, uh, there should be a, a Western Victoria Cup series. That's what Brian's telling us from uh, St Albans. Even the Gippsland Cup series. He's saying um, tags. Uh, he'll be uh, 
laying around the pool, uh, similar to what you said, with uh, some uh, pina, colada. A pina colada. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Uh, a name for uh, the Winx Foal. Yes. What do you think that might I'm be? I'm Invincible, Invincible Winks. Or Invincible something. Winks, bang. Wow. Got it, got it with your uh, B-grade choice. Creative. Spot on. Yep. No, no D-tag it. Does that mean we'll get the quaddie today? No. Oh, <laughs> probably not. <bang. Here> <laughs> it go. probably does. We'll keep that one. We're going to photocopy that and put it in front of him uh, for next week when he walks in here. He'll be absolutely shattered that someone's uh, uh, said that. They He's should call the foal Waiter Generation. As history shows, the kids of a champion mare uh, are very slow. But the grandkids are often very good. This one from Zeb. At Point Ferry. Measured. Like it. Well there done. Um, Tags when he walks back here next week. He'll be coming in off the long run, won't he? Yeah, he will be coming in off the He'll long run. He'll be armed and dangerous. He will. Actually, talking of the long run, Australia take on New Zealand in the cricket next week, the How first good. test over in Perth. How good are the Kiwis going? Yeah, Mike Moroney, I reckon he'll be coming off the long run because the best chance the Kiwis oh, yeah. have had for a while of winning the trophy over here in I Australia... Like I think it's the Border, is it the or the Border Hadley, Hadley or the Chapel yeah. Hadley Trophy, something like that. It's yeah. one of those two. You know, well, you know, you know, cricket <laughs> just comes rolls <laughs> off your lips. The trophy they're playing for, but whatever that trophy is, Mike, I reckon your mob have got a darn good chance of winning it uh, when they come over and start at per- in Perth next week. Yeah, no, it would have been better if we didn't have Smith and Warner basketball on the sideline with Al. <laughs> I heard you were pushing for longer bands. Yeah, I reckon longer bands. <laughs> <laughs> do you follow the cricket? Do you, you do you follow the do. You know, yeah, the, yeah. the cricket um, when you got a minute to yourself? Yeah, strange enough, when I was at school, I never played it. Um, played a lot of rugby, but we didn't really play a lot of summer sport. Um, but I uh, really, really follow it now and really enjoy watching it. You, know, you guys always been world class for the horses. I tell you, you've got a world class cricket team at the moment. The last 18 months, two years have been spot on. They're one of the best in the world now. Yeah, they're certainly going very well, as well as what they have been. But, you know, I think with the, the you know, you've got those two guys back in your team now, I think you'd have the, the edge, and the, and the bookies are saying that by, you know, I think we're $4 and, and you're $1.65, and they've got a pretty right, I would think. Oh, see, so you're even, you're trying yeah, to push out another point. I'm, I'm sensing what you're well, I, up to I, 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 I will say one thing, I have turned Australasian in this. Yes, beautiful. <laughs> and, Mike, seven days a week racing can uh, consume your life. What do you actually do with a day off? Yeah, look, probably most of the time I've got runners and, and it's sort of, no matter what, even if you don't go to the race, you've got still got to be there watching it and seeing what's going on and keeping an eye on the track conditions and that sort of thing as the day wears on. So it, it consumes the whole day. I, I, I used to have a golf ball around a bit. Um, thought I'd have more time when I lived in Australia, but I had more time when I lived in Matamata, actually, strangely enough. So, yep. um, But no, at the moment, we're, it's just full on racing, basically. And, and just on matter matter um, with the satellite stables, um, just the, the mechanics and uh, your business model and how to run it. Um, if you can fill. Guys, just hold it, hold it for one. Just one thing. I just got a couple of horses. Here, just hold it. Yeah, yeah, yeah go, go for it. Five, okay. On the no yeah, worries. Sorry. On the job, Mike Moroni right. there. You, um, we're going to be talking to Mike about Star Surprise, who he's got running in the first race, and Chapada, who is in the Sportsbet Packetham Cup today. Two very good chances, and both of them have been backed in the market. Are you back with us, Mike? Yeah, back. Yeah, okay. Sorry, sorry about that. Beautiful. Just uh, talking about satellite stables, matter matter, and also you're racing here at Flemington. Now, how difficult uh, difficult is it to run a satellite stable this day and age? Yeah, look, it, it probably started quite easy for me because I had Andrew Scott there and he'd been with me for a while and everything was flowing. And then he left after about three or four years, and I've had a, a lot of few a few changes. 
um, during that period. But now I've got Pam Gerard, and I wish the hell I'd had her about 10 years ago because she's, she's really been great. And the stable's up and running again now in New Zealand. Um, she's attracting new clients. Uh, probably training more for the studs than I used to, even when I was in the premierships here. So uh, she's very popular and doing a great job. So, uh, look, I still have input um, as she's uh, been there about three years now with me. So I, I have less and less input. Um, I go through the worksheet with her, but she as she says, well, that's what we should be doing. She's seen the horses and that's what we do. So um, that's how I treat it. And um, I'm back there. I'll be back there for the carnival over Christmas for... 12 days, and um, we've got a pretty good three-year-old there. So I'll be keeping an eye on him, and he'll he'll be seen over here at some stage. So uh, he'll he'll do his racing there through to probably our autumn. And yearling sales, you you go back, you stay over until the yearling sales, or you'll come back and then go. No, I don't. Over no, again? I, I go to the, I go to Magic Millions, Simon. So <laughs> I come back, spend a week here with the horses, and then I fly out the, the last days on the second. Uh, sorry, New Year's Day, and then I fly on the second, and then I with the horses here for a week, and then up to the sunshine, uh, up to the Gold Coast, sorry, and start the sales series from there. So, and just a couple before we rip into your two chances today at Packenham, that three-year-old in uh, New Zealand that we want to put now, Black Book's called. He's a horse called Harlick. He ran second in the 2000 Guineas behind Catalyst, and uh, I wouldn't say if you reversed doors he would have beaten him, but he went on pretty close, and. Uh, He's a pretty exciting horse, our colt, I think. So, and then our, our blokes are colt, um, yep. and Catalyst are gelding. So, we're, they kind of go different paths now. We've got to make sure we win a group one before we travel, um, which we that'll be probably two starts away okay. again. And then, um, hopefully, the next job is to try and win a group one here in Australia. Beautiful. Harlick, put it in your black books uh, on your sports bet app right now. Let's rip into packing them today. We're talking with multiple group one champion trainer in uh, Mike Maroney. Race one, number two, star surprise. And uh, this chestnut gelding uh, has very, got a very good record. Four starts for the two wins and a minor second. He's first up today. And you're taking the claim with Michael Poy. Yeah, we are. He's not overly big. Um and he does things pretty right. He's not, he hasn't got a lot of gate speed, but then after they've gone two or three strides, he's got any amount of speed from there. But uh, I don't think he's going to be that difficult to ride. Uh, he's not overly big, but his first campaign, he arguably should have won his first three. Um, he won two of them. And then he probably was on the way down and struck uh, quite a strong um, stakes class fielder's next start. And we decided that we'd go to the paddock because he'd been up for a while and uh, concentrate on this time of the year. So he's come back. Um, I thought he looked very, very promising in his first campaign and he's going to strike a pretty good field here for this class of race. But he's a pretty good horse, so it'd be, it's going to make an interesting, uh, for an interesting race. Race one, number two, star surprise. $7 into $6 there for Mike Maroney. Race seven, this is the cup, the... Uh, Sports bet Packenham Cup over 2,500 metres. You have Chapata in the race. He's a very, very good horse. Uh, he was third in the Vic Derby. We know he was third to the Autumn Sun uh, over the Rose Hill Guineas. And third last start over 2,400 metres to Southern France. He finds his right race today, $6.50 into $6. You've drawn a little awkward, but uh, this looks a nice race today, Mike. Yeah, it does. Look, he's a lovely horse. He's push-buttoned to ride to do anything with him. He's Probably I've been my train over my training career that he's one horse that no matter what rider rides and race that they just come back and just just love the horse. Um, yeah. But he just gives us such a good ride and he, he's uh, always there trying. Um, 
look, he's not full at his full maturity yet, but he's getting close to it. And uh, we're expecting him to be pretty hard to beat today. He's uh, come up nice and quietly up for this and, and probably going to peak today, I think. Mike, uh, thanks for your time this morning. Good luck out at Packingham today, of course, and also uh, with the uh, Homeland 11 when they arrive over here for the Test Series. Okay, thanks, guys. Good on you, Mike Moroni, joining us uh, there from Flemington. Star surprise in Chapada. Uh, he is running out there at Packingham today. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to miss the little fella here. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, get your crayons and your pencils and all that sort of thing ready. <laughs> we'll go through the, the movers uh, in the early races and then... Simon Marshall and Simon O'Donnell's quaddy. You're nearly guaranteed to get this today. What could guaranteed. go wrong? Oh, what could go wrong? Let's just build up to it and take a little break. There certainly is the odds couple. Uh, thanks to Sportsbet. Uh, we're generally the threesome, but David Taggart is over in Hong Kong, Macau, or one of those many islands around there. We're not sure exactly where he is. He's uncontactable on the phone. The phone's still off. We've been trying to get hold of him to, yeah. to come and uh, say day to us on the odds couple, but uh, he seems to be otherwise detained. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we, we, he's not part of the show today. We wanted him to be part of it. We wanted him to be part of this segment that's coming up. So you see a little man walking around in circles just yelling out numbers, first leg, second leg, third leg of quaddies. His name's David Taggart, <laughs> and he's a Victorian. Okay, send, send him home. <laughs> just take him to the airport, send him home. All right, Packenham uh, is where we are today. There's nine races on the card. Let's go through the first few and where those betting moves uh, are for today. And as David would say, we get our pens, pencils and crayons and your form guides ready because these are the two best-backed runners in every race at Packenham today. What was that, Tags? Have we got a promo for Sportsbet? Yes, we do, (laughs) Tags. Races one to four today, and there's three tracks, Doombin, Rose Hill, and also Packingham. You run second or third, you get up to 50 back in bonus bets. All right, race one in your form guides is a 1,000-metre benchmark 70 for the three-year-olds. The best-backed runner, we spoke to her trainer this morning, Philip Stokes, is number 10, That Girl, $2.60 into $2.50. She beat a horse called Garner 24 weeks ago, first up on debut and looked very smart. She's been put away, uh, some growing pains there, but she's had a trial leading into this at Mowie. 55 kilos from gate four, the best back runner, number 10. From number two, we spoke to Mike Maroney this morning. Star Surprise is back from a spell. One, two races in this horse's first prep. Good use of the claim here. The numbers are 10 and one race, uh, sorry, 10 and two in race one. Race two is a 1,600-metre benchmark 70. The best-backed runner here is Write Your Name, 350 in to $3.10. One well first up, then started favourite in town and was a very good run on that occasion. Drawn one, Jordan Childs. Number two on top. From six, Cape Richards. $8 into four sixty is a good go. Second up stays at the mile. We'll run on this horse. Two and six in race two. Race three is Last a four. four starts. Run second. Yeah, yeah, he's about due, you would think. Yeah, you'd think he's about due. He's getting a bit Tommy Melbourne-ish. Oh, do we dare? Dare we? Dare we? Do we? Do we? Do we dare put him in that vein? Race three is a 1,400-metre. Phillies and Mares benchmark 78. And number seven here, Neighbourhood. She was very good winning on debut. Sorry, uh, coming back first up from a spell. Flashed through at Sandown first up. $4 into $2.60, number seven in race three. From one... Gentico, 420 into 390. One, two from three this preparation. Likes to lead this horse, seven and one in race three. Race four is a 2,000 metre benchmark 78. And the best backed runner is down the bottom, number 13, Lynch Mob. 
Eight dollars fifty into four sixty is a nice go. Third up here after storming home at Sandown last start and is a winner at the trip. Thirteen on top of nine, Midas Prince. Six dollars into four dollars forty. Who is hard fit? Thirteen and nine in race four. Race five is a sixteen hundred meter handicap. The best back runner is the Toppy Odeon. Uh, he brings the tally playing Haydock form first up at Sandown where he ran super. Three dollars into two ninety. Number one on top of four, Heptagon. Six dollars and very solid in the market. Uh, he'll be hard to catch because he's hard fit and Mickey D rides him and he's really in good vein of form. So that's one and four, race five. This is the first leg of the Quaddy Big Sim. Race six, twelve hundred metres, a handicap. This is a hundred thousand dollar handicap. So a lot of horses targeting this race. Down the bottom, number se- or I should say number seven, Oberland, is $13 into nine fifty. This is a nice push. Fluit Ballarat was the black booker out of that meeting last start, has a very good second up record, $13 into nine fifty, And really solid in the market is number three, Al Luca, $4.40 into four twenty, and now four forty. Really good use of the claim for that horse, carrying 53 kilos. <laughs> Seven and three are the numbers. Okay, seven and three are the numbers. Let's get to the um, quality numbers. Okay, the quality numbers for race six at Pakenham. I'm going with a man of his word. He hasn't won in a long... Hey, hey, hey. We're going with... Sorry. Not I'm going with. I'm just going to... Okay, let's work as a team here, San Francisco. I thought thought there wasn't an I in team, but I just heard your numbers, not their our numbers. They're our numbers. We... Owl. With tags here, we've okay. combined. Okay, 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 okay. As tags would Gee, say. <laughs> Race six, we're going to put oh. in two. Here you go, Big Sim. Where Man of his word. He's only 0.7 of a length off William Thomas last start. He hasn't won a long time, but we're putting him in. Two. From three, our Luca, who I've mentioned is one of the better back runners. Uh, hang on. You can't have the two, two in. Two. Man of his word is out. Two's a scratching, is yes. it? Yes. That's why you're here. You little beauty. I haven't checked these scratchings this morning. While I'm reading these out, if you can check them, that'd be great. We're working as a team. It's our quaddy. So the two comes out. We can't put it in. Three, eight, six, and seven. I'm now not part of the quaddy, okay? Come on. I haven't looked at the scratchings. I'll confess. Three, eight, six, and seven. Three, eight, six, and seven. If you like written choice, I've got a question mark that he... Won't run a strong 1,200. So our Luca, easy boost, more than exceed Philip Stokes and seven, Oberland. Okay. All right. Let's go to the now. I think Oberland's the best. For the, I'm glad you put Oberland in. Oh, he's the best of you? Yeah. Okay. He's my best for the day. Hey, this is the uh, sports bit, Packenham Cup, race seven. Yeah. And uh, the best back runner is Secret Blaze. $2.40 and he's rock solid. He's on the backup. He Can I just a... request something? Yeah. Can you put them in numerical order? Oh, really? You went three, eight, six, and seven. Did I? Yeah. Okay. It's like you're having a box trifecta. Ah, oh, there's rules. Oh, when you should have gone three, six, seven, eight. Okay. 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 Your this time. Is, this is the quality of packing them. Can I do the two best back runners and then my numbers? Yeah. In the yeah yep. Okay. Okay. Yep. Okay. All right. Secret Blaze, two dollars forty. Rock solid on the backup. Going to be hard to beat. I have to ask buttons if we can get some time off um, Hutchie and Pickers. Oh. I don't know, we'll get through this time. in time. Really? Now, <laughs> uh, what about Savioki? Eleven dollars into nine fifty, good push. Got a good draw, fifty-four kilos, and is placed at the trip. Eight and seven are the two best backed runners. But let's go the quaddy, shall we? Four Chapata. We spoke with Mike Moroni. Five Bondiga at a price. Big sim. Mm-hmm. Seven Savioke mm-hmm. and eight Secret Blaze.
four, five, seven, and eight in numerical order. Let's go to race eight, this, third leg of the quarter. This is the gold Vobus, and Widgie Turf absolutely loves a gold Vobus. Our $4 into $3.90, the best-backed runner. Number uh, two is Ken's Dream, the second-best-backed runner. We're going to go one, two, Ken's Dream, four, Yulong January, and six, Never Again. One, two, four, six, third leg. Yep. Final leg, race nine. Race nine. Chapter. On the program, and the best-backed runner is number 12, 340 into 330 Propel. And then it's Kalashani Lad, $15 into 11. We're going to go numbers 1, 2, 8, and 12. 1, 2, 8, and 12. The numbers for the quaddy, 3, 6, 7, 8 in the first leg, mm-hmm. 4, 5, 7, 8 in the second leg, 1, 2, 4, 6 in the third leg, and the final leg, 1, 2, 8, and 12. $100 layout, just under 40% of that. We'll take a quick break. Be back uh, best around the country. Welcome back to the Odds Couple. Thanks to Sportsbet, to our speckle texts. Um, Simon and Simon, can you still go one out in the quaddy? Thanks, Guy. Look, I'll tell you what, Guy. We were a bit nervy about our quaddy, particularly when we started off with uh, picking, uh, tipping a, a scratching in our quaddy. So we apologise for that. It was just something that, that Simon and I overlooked. No, well, I know. I Hear me out. I said Simon and I just overlooked the scratching in the first leg. Beautiful, mate. Yeah, which we're a little embarrassed about. But, guy, we've done our best. We didn't think there was a one out there today. <laughs> hey, boys, just wondering where Linda Meach is. Uh, is she injured? I haven't seen her with any rides anywhere. Now, I, I'm, I, I think I read somewhere she got a bit of a stint on the sidelines. But um, sports bet fa- uh, The um, sports bet and odds couple family might get around us here and just send through a text before we yeah. say goodbye. I think she got suspended but was going to take some time off on a very long your best of around the country today where are you heading to i'm going race five number 13 and i'm just going to check that we're not a scratching here uh, because i like this horse resuming astro boy yes into 215 the price has gone the number of scratchings geez he was very smart on debut Uh, he beat a horse called scathing who ran second to alligator blood and you know how good he was in a Caulfield Guineas. He's back today. 5-13 Astro Boy Toy. Race 6, number 7 for me. Overland out there at Pakenham. Good luck, everyone. Uh, and uh, Hutching Pickers coming up, of course. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.